Did Bill Clinton have Jeffrey Epstein murdered? Mr. Reagan. According to official reports, Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide recently. No one believes that. Literally no one. Democrats don't believe it. Republicans don't believe it. No one believes this. Pretty much everybody who's talked about those prison cells have stated that it is impossible to kill yourself in one of these prison cells, right? The the sheets are made out of like a papery material, and with all the protocols that they have, you're not really left alone in the cells. You're not allowed to kill yourself unless the prison guards and the warden uh, facilitate this for you, apparently. I made the joke earlier on Twitter that everyone who gets on suicide watch in this particular prison is allotted a single solitary rope. But even there was even a response to that particular tweet by, I think it was a former prison guard or somebody, I don't know, it was somebody who had actually been in federal prison. And the guy said, uh, even if you gave the, the prisoners within these rooms uh, a rope, they wouldn't have anything to hang themselves on. They don't, like the light fixtures and everything, everything's smoothed over, so you can't tie anything to anything. The story is that he tied himself to a bunk bed. I don't know how high the bunk beds are, but that seems like a very difficult way to kill yourself. I can't imagine that it's likely that this was, that this was, that this is the, look, nobody believes this. Nobody believes this is how Epstein died is that he killed himself. All right, now before we go any further, I need to encourage you to get a VPN. It's the year 2019. If you're not using a VPN by now for your desktop, tablet, or mobile device while you're browsing the internet, then you're really exposing yourself to a lot of potential danger. You, at some point, will have heard of a VPN, but what is a VPN? A VPN is a virtual private network that allows you to create a secure connection to another network over the internet. VPNs can be used to access region-restricted websites. If you want to see a show that's only available in the UK, you can do that through a VPN. But it also shields your browsing activity from prying eyes on public Wi-Fi and more, like the government, for instance. Here, let me show you how easy this is. Go to www.virtualshield.com, download the free 30-day trial, install it, and click Connect. Once I'm connected, my IP address completely changes. In other words, if you don't want websites, the government advertisers, or just your annoying roommates to know what websites you're visiting or what location you're visiting them from, you need to invest in a VPN. I personally use Virtual Shield because it's the easiest, fastest, and most secure VPN on the market. They don't store logs on their servers, and I trust them. Trust me, you will be pleased with this service. And you really shouldn't be surfing the internet without a VPN. It's kind of like driving without a seatbelt. Risky business. This month, Virtual Shield is offering a 4th of July celebration special for 20% off all VPN plans and all premium add-ons, including Protection Plus, residential access, monthly maintenance, phone service, and VIP performance plans for as low as $3 per month. Sign up for a free 30-day trial to Virtual Shield VPN and see what all the hype is about. You have nothing to lose. Go to virtualshield.com slash Reagan or click on the link below. All right, now back to the video. One thing that's suspicious is that Jeffrey Epstein's cellmate, which they say wasn't actually in the room with him when he committed suicide. Of course they say that, but who knows. Uh, this guy was this huge dude. Uh, he was a former, let's see here, he was a former Westchester County, New York police officer who had murdered four people. Uh, and so this is obviously a guy who the other officers or any other official might be comfortable comfortable you know, working with because he was a former cop, but he's also obviously comfortable murdering people because he's murdered four people. Uh, so that that's that guy seems like the hitman. If there is a hitman, this is the most likely sub- suspect that we have so far. 
uh, that's been reported about. His name is uh, Nicholas Tartaglioni. Uh, and everybody seems to think at this point that this is the guy that murdered Epstein. He certainly is big enough to have done it. Now, if you want to know about Epstein's history, a really good video to watch is Sargon of a Cod. He's got a beautifully produced video that goes through sort of the way that Epstein made his money. Apparently, he made most of his money in the financial uh, services market, right? He provided financial services for various wealthy people. Uh, these services seem to be incredibly shady. Uh, the way that uh, the different b businesses that uh, Epstein worked in, the way these businesses were structured seemed to be very shady, like pyramid scheme type stuff. And then also the way he handled his clients' money uh, seemed to, he seemed to misappropriate funds, apparently to enrich his own life, right? He connected himself to some very uh, powerful, rich, and famous people throughout the world. He did this... Uh, through a variety of means. I don't know what all of his connections are. I know one of his connections was Trump. He would visit Mar-a-Lago. Trump seems to not like him. Uh, they had a falling out over some real estate thing or something, and he was eventually banned from Mar-a-Lago. He was not allowed to come there because he had, he had like sexually assaulted somebody at Mar-a-Lago or something like that. So Trump was like, you're banned from Mar-a-Lago. Um, he also hosted these like big science convention things. So he would meet these top scientists throughout the world, uh, at least one of which is accused to have indulged in the underaged sexual services. Now, according to Sargon's video, there is no evidence to suggest that Clinton indulged in the Epstein sexual exploitation of underage girls, despite having flown on Epstein's Lolita Express, um, his private jet, dozens of times. But people seem to be having a hard time believing that Clinton is perfectly clean here. Um, the hashtag... Clinton body count seems to suggest that Bill's involvement with Epstein um, is on a lot of people's minds. Yeah, I don't know why Sargon says this in the video, but he says something like, it looks like Bill Clinton is clean here. And maybe maybe he is clean, like, on paper, officially. But nobody really believes that, do they? I mean, I don't think anyone really believes that Bill Clinton did not in some way indulge <coughs> in Epstein's sexually perverse lifestyle. I think probably something... There is some nefarious stuff that happened there. You know, we can't prove that. This is obviously speculation. But it seems likely, considering Bill Clinton's proclivities, his past history, all the accusations, all the stuff that's been proved, uh, you know, that Clinton's done in the past. Now, there are a lot of other men that have been accused of procuring the sinister services of Mr. Epstein, of high, high-profile people and, th and this includes former Democrat Governor Bill Richardson and former Democrat Senator George Mitchell. And notice that these guys are all Democrats. Like everybody who seems to be accused of doing stuff within the Epstein circle um, or is suspected of doing stuff seems to be a Democrat. Bill Clinton, Bill Richardson, George Mitchell, uh, Jeffrey Epstein himself. And you remember Harvey Weinstein? He was obviously a big-time Democrat. Apparently the party of Me Too and feminism, the leftists, they all seem to love wealthy men who sexually exploit women. This tends to be, you know, the left's favorite kind of guy, apparently. But, you know, I think most of the men who have been accused of, of working with Epstein in this kind of nefarious way, I don't think most of them really had the power to have Epstein offed. Bill Clinton, on the other hand, almost certainly did, right? I mean, he was the president of the United States. I mean, he had a lot of power. He had a lot of power. He had a lot of connections. 
Could he have done it? I absolutely think that he could have. We don't have evidence to suggest that, but I think that's why people think it, right? People think that Bill Clinton might have had this guy offed because he had the power to do so, and so many people around the Clinton circle have mysteriously died, right, or suspiciously died. Um, (laughs) In fact, in fact, this is interesting. I got this from Zero Hedge. If you look up in the Urban Dictionary the word uh, arcanicide, right, like uh, death by the Arkansas method, you might call it, you will actually see how pervasive the idea that the Clintons murder just about everyone they meet is. Uh, let me let me go ahead and actually read the definition of a, of arcanicide in the Urban Dictionary here, if I can get to it. Okay, arcanicide. Arcanicide is the favored method of getting rid of political enemies in the state of Arkansas. When the medical examiners explain away two bodies filled with bullets as a case of suicide, it's obviously they caught a case of arcanicide. Vince Foster, this is a, an example sentence, uh, Vince Foster was found dead uh, at Fort Macy Park. Clearly, it was a case of arcanicide. Hillary Clinton threatened Barack Obama with arcanicide last Friday. Let's see here. Now, this is this is Urban Dictionary, so take this for, you know, for whatever, whatever it's worth. Arcanicide, when you attempt to testify against Hillary Clinton and then your house explodes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and as the example sentence they have, I'm going to testify against Clinton. House explodes. She got arcanicided. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about this. It's pretty messed up stuff, but uh, the way these guys put it is kind of funny. Uh, yeah, so basically anytime somebody you know, politically... Uh, associated or any in any way associated with the Clintons dies, it's apparently referred to on Urban Dictionary as arcanicide, which I think is quite funny. Um, I have written here, you know, actually all the deaths that have been linked in some way to the Clintons, this has all been debunked by Snopes, so I guess it can't possibly be true, right? We know how accurate and uh, trustworthy Snopes is. If there's one thing I've learned in having started this YouTube channel, it's that... Anytime you read that something is debunked by Snopes, it's probably true. (laughs) Snopes is the worst place to go to for accurate reporting. I mean, they're just absolutely despicable, you know, leftist shills. Um, But you know what? Look, despite Snopes' accurate reporting, uh, let's go ahead and have a look at the reasons why people seem to think the Clintons are murderers. I'm going to read for you an abridged list of the unnatural or suspicious deaths of Clinton associates. All right, let's have a look here. Okay, so this this is actually a list of Clinton associates who died mysteriously from the CBS Las Vegas local news affiliate, which is kind of a weird place to get it. They do characterize this as, you know, a conspiracy theory, but they, they just list off all of these deaths. And there's, how many are there? There's 46 here. 46 deaths, and that's not including Seth Rich, so there's 47, really. Um, And I added a few based on the comments that people left. According to one of the sources that I read, there were something like 90 people, 9-0, that were connected to the Clintons that have died mysteriously. But that might be... That might be stretching it. I mean, I think this is probably stretching it, actually. All right, now, I got the idea for this video from Compound Media. Um, They have almost 100,000 views at this point from this video. Um, But I'm essentially just going to copy what they did 
which is just to read off all of these all of these uh, suspicious deaths. I thought it was a really good idea. They do it kind of laughing, which, I mean, they're funny guys. Uh, but I'm going to read these off in a little bit more of a serious tone because I think that this is a kind of a serious matter. I mean, these are all legitimately suspicious deaths that happened to people that knew the Clintons. I mean, I'm not going to present these as necessarily as evidence that the Clintons murdered all of these people or had anything to do with any of their deaths, like put a hit on them or anything like that. I'm just presenting this as this is the reason that the conspiracy theory about Clintons being murderers exists. And also the sheer number of people who have died around the Clintons, either through suicide or accident or murder, is astonishing. I mean, there's I don't think there's any other, aside from, say, like African dictators, I don't think that there are any humans on the planet who know, personally know, this many people who have died in these ways. I mean, a couple of people died of something like a heart attack, right? So that was more of an, a natural death. But most of these deaths are unnatural deaths, and even the, even the ones that died of heart attacks, stuff like that, is kind of suspicious. But let me read through these. This is pretty crazy. Uh, the first one they have on here is James McDougal. Clinton's convicted whitewater partner died of an apparent heart attack while in solitary confinement. He was a key witness in Ken Starr's investigation. Uh, Mary Mahoney, a former White House intern, was murdered July 1997 at a Starbucks coffee shop in Georgetown. The murder happened just as she was about to go public with her story of sexual harassment in the White House. Now, some of these details, I don't know if they're accurate. I, I didn't have time to go and research each one of these. But this is, again, this is what feeds the conspiracy theory. And this is one of those conspiracy theories which it just has so many cases that compound the evidence that I think there's some legitimacy to it. I don't think you can just dismiss this as a conspiracy theory out of hand, uh, but let's keep reading here. Vince Foster, former White House counselor and colleague of Hillary Clinton at Little Rock's Rose Law Firm, died of a gunshot wound to the head, and it was ruled a suicide. Ron Brown, Secretary of Commerce and former DNC chairman, reported to have died by impact in a plane crash. A pathologist close to the investigation reported that there was a hole in the top of Brown's skull resembling a gunshot wound. At the time of his death, Brown was being investigated and spoke publicly of his willingness to cut a deal with prosecutors. The rest of the people on the plane also died. A few days later, the air traffic controller committed suicide. That's kind of weird. Um, they, they did say that they thought that the gunshot wound was actually just blunt force trauma. Uh, later. Uh, I did read something about that. Uh, C. Victor Razor II. Razor, a major player in the Clinton Fund raising organization, died in a private plane crash in July 1992. And again, you know, I don't think that the Clintons had all of these people killed. I think probably some of them did die naturally. But, I mean, just the sheer number is crazy. That's, that's the, fifth, the fifth death. This is the sixth death. Number six, Paul Tully, Democrat National Committee political director, found dead in a hotel room in Little, Little Rock, Arkansas, September 1992, described by Clintons as a dear friend and trusted advisor. Seven, Ed Willey, Clinton fundraiser, found dead November 1993, deep in the woods of Virginia, of a gunshot wound to the head, ruled a suicide, and Willey died on the same day his wife Kathleen Willey claimed Bill Clinton groped her in the Oval Office in the White House. Ed Willey was involved in several Clinton fundraising events. Number eight, Jerry Sparks, head of Clinton's gubernatorial security team in Little Rock, gunned down in his car at a deserted intersection outside Little Rock, Arkansas. Park's son said that his father was building a dossier on Clinton. He allegedly threatened to reveal this information. After he died, the files were mysteriously removed from his house. 
Nine, James Bunch died from a gunshot suicide. It was reported that he had a black book of people which contained names of influential people who visited prostitutes in Texas and Arkansas. Ten, James Wilson found dead in May 1993 from an apparent hanging suicide. He was reported to have ties to Whitewater. Eleven, Kathy Ferguson, ex-wife to Arkansas trooper Danny Ferguson, was found dead May 1994 in her living room with a gunshot wound to the head. It was ruled a suicide even though there were several packed suitcases as if she were going somewhere. Uh, Daniel Ferguson was a co-defendant along with Bill Clinton in the Paula Jones lawsuit. Kathy Ferguson was a possible corroborating witness for Paula Jones. 12. Bill Shelton, Arkansas State Trooper and fiancé of Kathy Ferguson, critical of the suicide ruling of his fiancé. He was found dead in June 1994 of a gunshot wound, also ruled a suicide at the gravesite of his fiancé. 13. Gandhi Bao, attorney for... Clinton's friend Dan Lassiter died jumping out of a window of a tall building in January 1994. His client was a convicted drug distributor. 14. Florence Martin, accountant and subcontractor for the CIA, was related to the Barry Seal Mina, Arkansas airport drug smuggling case. Wow, that's a lot of words. He died of three gunshot wounds. 15. Suzanne Coleman, reportedly had an affair with Clinton when she was Arkansas Attorney General, died of a gunshot wound to the back of the head, ruled a suicide. She was pregnant at the time of her death. That is a very hard thing to do, to shoot yourself in the back of the head. I don't know how that supposedly happened. That How does that get ruled a suicide? That's ridiculous. 16. Paula Grober, Clinton's speech interpreter for the deaf from 1978 until her death, December 9th, 1992. She died in a car accident. Uh, it says a one car accident, so I guess smashed the car into a wall or something. 17. Danny Casalaro, investigative reporter investigating Mina Airport and Arkansas Development Finance Authority. He slid his wrists apparently in the middle of his investigation. I actually haven't heard of this Mina Airport thing. That's suspicious that two people related to that particular case died. 18. Paul Wilcher, attorney investigating corruption at Mina Airport with another Mina Airport guy with uh, Casalaro, which is the guy above, and in the 1980 October surprise, he was found dead on a toilet June 22nd, 1993, in his Washington, D.C. apartment. He had delivered a report to Janet Reno three weeks before his death. Okay. All right. That's, that's terrifying. 19, John Parnell Walker, Whitewater investigator for Resolution Trust Corp., uh, jumped to his death from his Arlington, Virginia apartment balcony. August 15, 1993, he was investigating the Morgan Guarantee scandal. 20, Barbara Weiss, Commerce Department staffer, worked closely with Ron Brown and John Huang. Cause of death unknown, died November 29, 1996. Her bruised naked body was found locked in her office at the Department of Commerce. Wow. Cause of death unknown. Well, clearly she was murdered, and they obviously never figured out who or why or how. 21, Charles Meisner, Assistant Secretary of Commerce who gave John Huang special security clearance, died shortly thereafter in a small plane crash. 22, Dr. Stanley Hurd, Chairman of the National Chiropractic Healthcare Advisory Committee, died with his attorney, Stephen Dixon, in a small plane crash. Dr. Hurd, in addition to serving on Clinton's advisory council, personally treated Clinton's mother, stepfather, and brother. How common are plane crashes? I mean, I don't are they that common? That, that seems like a lot of people dying in plane crashes. 23, Barry Seal. During a drug-running TWA pilot out of Mena, Arkansas, 
Death was no accident. 24. Johnny Lawhorn Jr., mechanic, found a check made out to Bill Clinton in the trunk of a car left at his repair shop. He was found dead after his car had hit a utility pole. Okay, so another single car accident. It just smashed into something. 25. Stanley Huggins investigated Madison Guarantee. His death was reported suicide, and his report was never released. So many people committing suicide here. 26. Herschel Friday, attorney and Clinton fundraiser, died March 1st, 1994, when his plane exploded. A lot of plane accidents, car accidents. Car accidents are fairly common, actually, so I, I can kind of accept those. But so many suicides and so many and several murders. I mean, it's just, it's, gosh... 27, Kevin Ives and Don Henry, known as the boys on the track case. Uh, Reporters say the boys may have stumbled upon the Mena, Arkansas airport drug operation. Controversial case, the initial report of the death said, due to falling asleep on the railroad tracks. Due to falling asleep. Yeah, I often take naps on railroad tracks. Later reports claimed the two boys had been slain before being placed on the tracks. Many linked to the case died before their testimony could come before a grand jury. The following persons had information on the Ives-Henry case. Uh, Keith... Coney died when his motorcycle slammed into the back of a truck. That actually sounds legitimate. Riding on a motorcycle is very dangerous, folks. Keith McCaskill died, stabbed 113 times. That does not sound like an accident. Number 30, Gregory Collins died from a gunshot wound January 1989. 31, Jeffrey Rhodes. He was shot, mutilated, and found burned in a trash dump. April 1989, James Millen found decapitated. However, the coroner ruled his death was due to natural causes. All right, that's interesting. 34, Richard Winters, a suspect in the Ives-Henry deaths. He was killed in a setup robbery July 1989. And then Seth Rich, obviously everybody knows Seth Rich. There were several other people that have been suggested. Sean Lucas, Victor Thorne, John Ash, and then, of course, Jeffrey Epstein. And then there were also 11 bodyguards. 11 bodyguards of the Clintons have died. How could you possibly have 11 bodyguards die? That seems ridiculous. A lot of them were military guys, too. You'd think it would be difficult to kill these guys. Uh, Major William S. Barkley Jr., Captain Scott J. Reynolds, Sergeant Brian Hanley, Sergeant Tim, Tim Sable, and it goes on and on and on. I think I've known one person who knew somebody who was murdered right? Uh, my cousin knew somebody who was murdered once. He actually saw it happen, which is horrifying. I mean, it was traumatizing, I think. But, uh, but I don't know anybody who was murdered. I don't know anybody who knows anybody who was murdered other than that one case. <clears throat> How is it possible that 11 security guards, bodyguards of the Clintons have died, and then all of these other people, this 30, however many, 35, 37 other people have died in accidents or murders or suicides that are connected to these people that's so bizarre to know that many people who have died in these various ways is of course of course they didn't put a hit on every single one of these people or have the all these people murdered of course not but just the sheer number is very striking and i think that this is really the reason why people suspect that the clintons and for good reason i mean this this number of people and i've read other uh documents have said something like 56 given the number 56 is the number of people who have who have died mysteriously around the clintons i read another document that posed 90 right so there's a lot of people out there investigating these things privately i mean if it's something you're interested in i think it's worth looking into i didn't go into detail to look into all this stuff i got some other stuff i i'm working on right now that i think is a little bit more important but, I mean, this is pretty important. I mean, this is crazy. If it's true that they killed any of these people or they had any of these people killed, I mean, that's a huge problem. Again, there are different fact-check organizations that have claimed to debunk all of these, but this is a lot of work. If you're going to debunk this, 
this would I mean this I imagine this would be like years to actually debunk all of these. I mean, you'd have to really get into depth and really know everything there is to know about all these cases to be sure about that. Now, again, we live in a in a society in which you are innocent until proven guilty, which I appreciate. So you cannot obviously accuse um, the Clintons of this kind of nefarious stuff without real evidence, and that seems to be the problem. There doesn't seem to be any real evidence to link the Clintons to any murders at all. But it does. it is very suspicious that, the, that when they seem to be involved in some kind of legal issue, that people who are testifying against them die, right? The Epstein case, a lot of people suspect, okay, Bill Clinton was tightly associated with Jeffrey Epstein for some time, you know, had all these private interactions, flew on his jet in which he is known to have exploited women, you know, underage girls on this jet. Clinton flew on this jet a couple of dozen times, right? 27 times, I think it was something like that, 26 times. And to, to suppose, well, Clinton never was involved in that kind of stuff. And then Epstein just mysteriously dies. Sure, it could have been some other major player that had him killed. Do I believe that he genuinely committed suicide? Not a chance. I don't think anyone really thinks that. Do I believe it was Bill Clinton? I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. You know, you can't know about this stuff. But it absolutely needs to be investigated. I'm glad that Barr uh, is taking the reins here and really uh, trying to investigate this. I don't know how far he's going to get. You know, hopefully he does well in his investigating. Gosh, you know, I hope they clean up, you know, drain the swamp, you know, find out who it was that was conspiring against Donald Trump and prosecute them, find out who had Epstein killed, prosecute them. I don't know why the warden of that prison was was uh, reassigned to another prison. I think that gross incompetence or total corruption uh, deserves firing and then prosecution. I mean, I, I guess gross incompetence doesn't require prosecution. But if that warden is culpable, right, if that warden was corrupt and facilitated the murder of Jeffrey Epstein, that warden also needs to be held accountable for that, obviously. But look, I don't know. It's it's a crazy thing that happened. Obviously, everybody's talking about it. I think hopefully we'll get to the bottom of it, but there's just so many important people with so many connections. Sometimes these things just go away, which is horrifying. I mean, you saw what happened to Smollett, and what is he? He's just some kind of like punk actor out in Hollywood, and he's getting protected. So, I mean, I don't know how they're going to catch some of these bigger folks but we can only hope that they do hopefully there's good enough people who are brave enough and strong enough and have enough power to actually put some of these high power people away all right well that's it for me and just remember it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant it's just that they know so much that isn't so good night i want to hear only is it morally right and on that basis and that basis alone we make a decision on every issue